tonight on Arena. Adam McKay on his new movie, Don't Look Up, and in reviews, Tom Holland in Spider-Man, and Olivia Colman and Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter. Five one double five one is the text. You can tweet the programme at RTE Arena. Adam McKay began his career as a comedy writer at the legendary NBC show Saturday Night Live and it was there that he forged a strong partnership with comedian Will Ferrell, going on to write and direct massively successful comic hits such as Anchorman, Talladega Nights and The Other Guys. On the small screen, McKay and Ferrell, in fact, are executive producers on the hugely successful HBO series Succession, which tells of the machinations of the Roy family and their global media and and entertainment conglomerate. McKay's 2012 film, The Big Short, was a biting commentary on the financial crisis of 2008-2009 and saw him nominated for Oscars for both Best Director and Best Adapted Screenplay. Another Oscar nomination followed for his work on the Dick Cheney biographical film, Vice. His latest film, Don't Look Up, boasts a stellar cast, including Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Blanchett and Meryl Streep as United States President Jamie Orlean. The film has been nominated for four Golden Globes and is another acutely observed satire. While The Big Short and Vice are by and large based in hard fact, Don't Look Up has a fictional, if plausible, premise. Two astronomers, played by Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, discover a comet that will wipe out all life on Earth in six months' time. But they find it nearly impossible to get their discovery taken seriously by politicians focused on short-term political considerations and a celebrity-obsessed media culture. I spoke to Adam McKay just before we came to air, and I began by asking him why he had gone the fictional route with Don't Look Up. Yeah, it, it, the movie is definitely inspired by the climate crisis. And the question is, how do you tell, how do you even deal with the biggest story of all stories of all stories? The story that casts a shadow over all other stories. And in this case, I, I felt like the move was to go towards fiction. And in addition to that, to go towards comedy, capital C, big laugh comedy. There's not a lot to laugh about though when it comes to the climate crisis. What was the attraction of going that satirical route? Well, I mean, just you just have to take the proper number of steps back. Uh, I think about five steps back isn't too funny, but if you do about 120 steps back, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, I mean, the fact that, you know, we have these people that are more concerned with their own career, you know, hackery, political pressure, money. And meanwhile, without a doubt, the livable atmosphere is coming undone at an increasing alarming rate. And yet we see our leaders talk out of one side of their mouth, out of the other, waffle. Um, uh, you know, it, it, if you get enough steps back, that can be pretty funny in fact let's listen to uh, how that works in in terms of the film and this is quite early on uh, we're in the oval office uh, and uh, here we have the three scientists leonardo dicaprio as dr randall mindy jennifer lawrence as kate dibiaski who has discovered this comet that's uh, on the collision course with earth and rob morgan as dr teddy oglethorpe they're trying to impress the gravity of the situation on President Jimmy Orlean, played by Meryl Streep, and her son, Chief of Staff Jason Orlean, played by Jonah Hill. If this comet makes impact, it will have the power of, of, of a billion Hiroshima bombs. There will be magnitude 
10 or 11 earthquakes. You're, you're breathing weird. It's, it's, uh, it's making me uncomfortable. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to articulate the science. I know, but it's like so stressful. I'm like trying to like listen I to I don't what... think you understand the gravity of the situation. I'm trying to articulate it the best I can. I don't know Madam what... President, this comet is what we call a planet killer. That is correct. So how certain is this? There's 100% certainty of impact. Please, don't say 100%. Can we just call it a potentially significant event? Yeah. Yes. But it isn't potentially going to happen. It is going to happen. Exactly. 99.78% to be exact. Oh, great. Okay, so it's not 100%. Well, scientists never like to say 100%. Call it 70% and let's just, let's move on. But it's not even close to 70%. You cannot go around saying to people that there's a 100% chance that they're going to die. You know? It's just nuts. So there's a clip from Don't Look Up, new film from Adam McKay, uh, dealing with a comet crashing to Earth, but really looking at the climate crisis, but before the climate change crisis. Before we get to that, uh, are politicians really that bad, Adam, do you think? Well, it depends where you are. It depends what country. It depends what area in that country. All I can tell you is in the United States, absolutely maybe even worse. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it depends where you are. And we, we just saw it up in Glasgow with the climate conference, all this shuffling and hemming and hawing, facing the, the greatest threat in the history of mankind. Um, yeah, they, they, they tend to be, you know, hacks. They tend to worry about their poll numbers. Um, we don't have many, like, true leaders right now. So all I can tell you is in the U.S., a, a total train wreck. Uh, and did you have a particular uh, president in mind when you ha had Meryl Streep with President Jimmy Orlean? I suppose it is notable that there's a family member in the in the Oval Office. Yeah, we we tried to create a bit of a, a stew of different uh, references to presidents. Um, unfortunately, America has had the best run of leaders, so we tried to mix in a little bit of the dangerously underqualified aspects of George W. Bush the used car salesman uh, qualities of Bill Clinton, the empty suit qualities of Reagan, and of course, the blinding, absolutely blinding narcissism of Trump. Um, so there, there's a little bit of all of that in the pot with that character. Uh, the, 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 I wonder specifically, you know, you mentioned COP26 in Glasgow there, but was, it, was there a particular moment when climate change, you knew, I, I have to make a film, I have to do something about this? hundred percent. It was uh, about three, four years ago. There were just a couple things I was reading and hearing. There was an IPCC report from the UN around 2018. I read Davis, David Wallace Wells's book, Uninhabitable Earth. And I just started asking questions. I mean, there's a lot of downside to social media, but one of the little upsides is all the scientists are on there. So I started asking some questions, talking to people and the answers I kept getting were really distressing mm. uh, because I kept waiting for that one answer that would calm me down and it, and it didn't come. And I think a lot of people think that the climate crisis is something that's 80 or a hundred years away. And uh, what I kept hearing was no, it's mm. right now it's on us much faster um and it's everything um so yeah and then the question is how do you deal with that because you don't want to just write a movie with someone shrieking and running down a street although maybe i would 
watch that. Um, and so how do you deal with this? And, and I, I really just felt like it's so absurd in, in a Ralph Steadman kind of way. It's so uh, bizarre and twisted and, and almost pornographic how our society and culture has become this twisted morass of misdirected incentives that I, I thought there, there is something funny about it, sort of like a Marx Brothers movie. Um, what a cast that you managed to, to pull together here. Obviously, Meryl Streep as, as the president. Was that, a, was that a defining moment in terms of being able to pull uh, other people in? Or did you tell any white lies? I've got so-and-so. Will you do it? Anytime you add Meryl Streep to a cast, the other potential actors get quite excited and what we realized at this point, that if ever there was a movie to go the all-star cast road with, this was the one. Uh, you know, it's a, a movie about the end of the world. Uh, so at, at that point, we just went all out um, and it was really exciting. Yeah, I, I'm even surprised you, you you managed to get somebody like Ariana Grande to really, I suppose, you know, make fun of herself and, you know, a, a, a pop star in, in the way that she, even the song that she sings, uh, she's broken up with her longtime boyfriend. And of course, that's a much bigger story than the comet crashing into Earth would ever be. But it, it was interesting how she was able to actually just make fun of herself or I suppose the type of person we might think she is. Yeah, I mean, the trick with Ariana Grande is she's very cool. She really has a sense of humor about herself. Um, she's also mega talented, one of the great voices I've ever heard. So she turned out to be an incredible addition. She improvised some lines. She was quite funny. My composer, Nicholas Bertel, did that song with her, Just Look <laughs> Up. And it was uh, it was really quite a marvel. I, I, I didn't know Ariana Grande and... I was just really impressed. I mean, she's mega talented, but but young. And she's really just got her head on her shoulders and her ego's really healthy. And same with Kid Cudi, Scott Muscuti. They, both of them were just delightful. Yeah, uh, but you do have well-known, uh, well, Ariana Grande is clearly a well-known, but we have Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, who I mentioned already. But I want to go to Kate Blanchett as the wonderful Brie Eventy. Uh, who presents a programme with a guy called Jack Bremner, played by Tyler Perry. And here, um, Dr. Randall uh, uh, Mindy, this is DiCaprio, and Kate Dibiaski are making their first TV appearance to try to get the message across about the dangers of a comet on a collision course with Earth. So um, how big is this thing? Could it, like, destroy someone's house? Is that possible? Well... Comet Bibiaski, which is what it will officially be named, is somewhere. After her, after yeah, after her. Yeah, after her. Yeah. Oh, what an honor! Yeah, right. Congratulations. It's somewhere between six and nine kilometers across, so it, it's big. It would damage the the entire planet, not just a house. You know. The entire planet. Okay. Well, as it's damaging, will it hit this one house in particular that's right on the coast of New Jersey? It's my ex-wife's house. I need it to be hit. Can oh, we make that and, happen? You and Shelly have a great relationship. No, you stop. Listen, in all fairness, you fa need to stop. I will, but in all fairness, I actually paid for the house. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Are we uh, are we not being clear? We're trying to tell you that the entire planet is about to be destroyed. Okay. okay. Um, well, it's, um, you know, just something we do around here. You know, we just keep the bad news light. Right. It helps the medicine go down. And speaking of medicine, tomorrow we've got a two-part... Well, maybe the destruction of the entire planet isn't supposed to be fun. Maybe it's supposed to be terrifying. When we're all 100% for sure gonna fucking die! 
boy, uh, Adam McKay from Don't Look Up, that clip we just heard. Do you like having a go with the media, the poor old media? Yeah, well, it, you know, it depends what country you live in. It, it's really gotten out of control in the U.S. I mean, everything is about, you know, feeling good, advertising, sales, commercials. And it, uh, it it's really kind of gone off the rails. So you're a bit more restrained and responsible here in Ireland. Uh, but, yeah, the media is really uh, become something quite strange in, in many, many countries. So. I think they can they can take a little poking fun up. Yeah, and, and you might be familiar with the media in Ireland because uh, you have an attachment to Cavan. I believe you have a house up there. It featured in Architecture Digest. Beautiful looking place, I have to say. What is the connection with Cavan? You know, I've just been coming to Ireland for about 25 years and I have friends here and I just love the country. And obviously I've got some great, great grandparents who are from here. Uh, one side Scotch-Irish, the other side Irish. And I've just always felt really at home here. It's, it's a beautiful, peaceful place to write. And uh, I was lucky, a good friend of mine, Paula Woods, uh, knew about County Cavan. It's a little gem. And we were lucky enough to find this beautiful house on a lake there um, that's just become uh, one of my favorite places to be and an incredible place to go write. It also strikes me, though, in terms of what we were saying about the media earlier on there, that succession has a go with the media, but in a very different way from what you're doing in, in Don't Look Up. Yeah, success, succession gets into the media families, uh, you know, inherited wealth, congealed wealth, um, you know, ideologically rigid uh, media um, and and we did it in a much more real, uh, dry, sometimes funny way. But with Don't Look Up, we're, we're definitely, it's it's a pretty aggressively absurdist comedy. In terms of your own directing then and writing, Elizabeth Holmes, the founder of Theranos, is next with you for with Blab Blood. And Jennifer Lawrence is set to star in that film as well. Where are you at with that? What do you, Can you tell us about the story and where it's in, where, how far down development it is? So that trial is still going on with Elizabeth Holmes uh, for fraud uh, for her running Theranos. So it, it's it's very strange. It's a story that's still in progress, but I would love to do it with Jen. I just think Jen's the best, and uh, and I do think it's a, a you know uniquely of the moment story. A Ten billion dollar company that turned out to be worth zero dollars. Uh, we've certainly heard versions of that quite a bit over the past 10 or 20 years. So, um, yeah, hopefully that one will, will get on the tracks in the next year, year and a half, and, and we'll get that going. I'll finish up with with a clip of uh, Mark Rylance's Peter Ishwell, Isherwell, who's this from This Is From Don't Look Up, the character of, of the tech billionaire. You're clearly worried about that side of uh, that side of, of, of development in, in social aspect in the, in the social world is, is is worrying you as well, Adam, how the tech industry and the social media industry are kind of interlocking in a way that's very disturbing. Yeah, I think we're, we're in a very strange place. We're dealing with information in a way that we've never dealt with it before. We're seeing a lot of data and uh, results that are really concerning, especially with Facebook. Um, and we, we've sort of put the way we share information in the hands of these, you know, 80, 90 billionaires. And the question is, should we? 
I don't I don't think I'm stepping too out of line. I think most people would agree with that observation that the, the tech billionaires and unregulated social media uh, have great potential for havoc and destruction. Well, let's finish up then by listening to your fictional version of that particular type of character from Don't Look Up. Mark Rylance as Peter Isherwell. Obviously, one giant comet is a, a major and existential th- threat to our planet, but 30 smaller meteoroids we can handle. Our BEADS, that stands for Bash, uh, Explore and Acquire Drones, as you see here, attach themselves to the comet and scan it with nanotechnology developed by a Nobel Prize winning scientist, Dr. Gary Talkamon. And then we immediately deploy, don't we, uh, Nobel and Polofsky Prize winning scientist, Dr. Inez's micro-targeted quantum fission uh, explosives, you see, deep into the object. Dr. Inez, would you like to explain what's Thank happening? Thank you, Peter. We've been developing phase fission reactions in the CERN particle accelerator that can splinter the comet into smaller pieces with breathtaking accuracy. These segments are then steered and decelerated by each bead into the Pacific Ocean for reclamation by waiting U.S. Navy ships. And when these, thank you, and when these uh, treasures from heaven are claimed poverty as we know it, social injustice, loss of biodiversity, all these Multitudes of problems are just going to become relics of the past, and humanity is going to stride through the pillars of Boaz and Joachim naked into the. Oh, yes, Mark Rylance there as Peter Ishuel in that scene from Don't Look Up. Adam McKay speaking to us about the film before that. The film is currently in cinemas and it will be available on Netflix from Christmas Eve. 